welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me. I'm here today with friend of the channel, Cameron. He's back. He's on his way to hitting a million dollars in royalties. Yes, you heard that right. Not revenue. All right. Not me hitting revenue million dollars, but royalties on Amazon merch. What's up, Cameron? Hey, Ryan. Good to be back. Appreciate the uh, intro. Dude, that's crazy, man. Like whenever you hit a million, we have to do like a live stream and like do like a party or something to celebrate. That's so crazy. Um, Yeah, we should. It's been a a wild ride for sure but expecting it probably december is when it's going to end up happening just that's that's my feeling so december's the goal so today you're going to tell us like how you got there right you're going to let us in on the secrets yeah we can absolutely talk about it for sure um i don't know that's really any secret stuff i've been talking about like on your channel and various other places i don't know there's any secrets just a long road to get there and a consistent grind and lots of advertising that i'm sure we're going to talk about um, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think of you as the ads guy and that's probably not doing like justice to the fact that you're still like doing good research, uploading good designs. Like you can't be successful and skip those steps. Right. And you're killing it with the SEO, but you are an ads expert, like through and through. Uh, and you know, that's one of those topics that I think a lot of people are a little bit scared of. And even the people who have tried, maybe, you know, let's be honest, most people never leave the beginners phase in today's video. I think we want to scope it to appeal to people that either haven't started or are like have started, but kind of got stuck and uh, make this as valuable as possible. And then also kind of segue that into that. You're killing it on the merch jar YouTube channel with all this new content, like high quality content and obviously extremely valuable pulling from your success. Um, So there's a lot of good stuff going on. If you want to just plug that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm the founder of merch jar, which is software. It just helps Amazon sellers just streamline, automate their ads because it's, it is a huge chore when you do get into it, when you are uh, selling thousands of products, have hundreds of campaigns, it's just a lot of work. So that the merch jar software just came out of my frustration with the Amazon tools that they gave you um, just to make, to make things easier and streamlined and just really to free up your time. So you can focus on the other aspects of growing your business. Cause let's be honest, there's a lot to juggle as Amazon sellers, even if it's just merch where Amazon's taking a lot of the paying the butt stuff off your plate, as far as customer service and returns and so forth, there's still a lot you need to focus on uh, when it comes to growing your business um, to get, especially if you're looking to really achieve these kind of numbers, not to say you need tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of products, but it certainly doesn't hurt. Um, to be able to just continually produce new products. That said, I am at a point where I'm not creating new products. I'm uploading new products in some time. I'm really focusing on the catalog that I have and leveraging advertising to grow those. Um, it's not a get rich quick strategy. I didn't achieve these numbers overnight or in a year. Uh, I'm a little over five years into this at this point since I uploaded my very first design. And it really took a couple of years before I even got going in those first two to three years was all about reinvesting into the platform. So whether that was new designs or once advertising was available, investing in advertising to grow those products as well. Did you get in initially when they did the, um, they sent like a, they sent a code out for ads. And like, I just remember kicking myself because I didn't use the code because I had the vendor central advertising, which they turned off later. Yeah, I did. I got in that first. It was late 2018, I believe it was. And then they rolled it out again. So I actually have two yeah. ad accounts at this point for my 
uh, merch platform. But yeah, I got in early and I just saw the value of it early on too. And this really goes to understanding fundamentally how Amazon works. And it has to do with just how they reward your products in ranking by selling more on those rankings. Because Amazon only cares about selling products, whether it's yours or someone else's. They want products that sell. And the more your product sells for a given search term, so something that a customer is typing into the search bar, they're going to reward you by increasing your ranking on it, pushing you up to the top of the page because they know you're selling. Um, and that's so understanding that concept of sales velocity, as it's commonly turned, uh, referred to, and what that has to do with is as you move up the rankings, there's more traffic at the top than there is at the bottom. And it's a lot more. It's not just like a little bit more traffic. It's uh, what I refer to as a hockey stick where that the top few listings get 95% of the traffic and then it just kind of trickles down. So where uh, bottom of the page, you might get a couple orders uh, per day. You could get hundreds of orders per day at the top of the rankings. That's how big of a difference it makes. Um, and of so course, Amazon about, monetizes that space <laughs> to their own. Benefit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, with the advertising, those are the most expensive spots to um, get placement on. And um, but yeah, understand that concept of, of sales velocity is how I recognize the importance of ads, because the more you sell, uh, the higher you're going to rank. It's going to help your organic sales. And Amazon ads is the only advertising platform that I know of where your advertising spend increases your organic sales. That doesn't happen with Google ads or with Facebook where you have ads that are running amazing and then now your organic traffic is going to increase. It just doesn't work that way. But with Amazon, that is the case. So it's important to get sales. The more you sell, the more you sell. Like that, that's how it boils yeah. down to with sales. The flywheel, right? Yeah, it's a flywheel effect. Absolutely. <laughs> and then it, it helps your other things with, um, I kind of mentioned like this is a long-term process. It's multiple years just for a single product to get to a point where it's reaching its full sales potential. That takes years. You're not doing it just out the gate because you don't have any reviews. It's all about collecting those reviews, building up rankings on search terms, indexing on as many search terms as possible. And for those that aren't familiar with these technical terms, indexing just means you're showing up on a search term. And that can take time. Amazon needs to know your products related to a search term. And that just takes time for them to build that out. So when you first start, you're not showing up on anything. Or when you first launch a product, you're not showing up on anything. And then they're going to use their, your keywords, figure out where to place you. And then you start getting sales and they'll start relating it to a bunch of different search terms. And then you start showing up on more and more and get more traffic and more sales. And on Amazon, where when you run Amazon ads in manual campaigns, right? There's auto campaigns, there's manual campaigns. And you're going to mm -hmm. talk high, at a high level about auto campaigns um, in a second. But like with the manual campaigns, you can provide the keywords that you want to bid on to rank on and you can almost expedite the process of getting visibility and getting ranked on those keywords assuming the customers actually that's that search for them actually like your product unlike on etsy where it's like you know on etsy it's like stamp like stomping out uh bugs or something if you actually look at the search terms they'll advertise you on like literally it could be the tiniest fringe match of any keyword in your listing and they'll like advertise you on because there was like a partial match and they'll they'll just waste your money so i love the amazon ads versus etsy um, and also while it's on my mind, when you were talking about like making merch jar, I just wanted to make a joke. Like, dude, the bane of my existence is like how crappy the Amazon UI is for repricing <laughs> keyword bids. It is intentionally, it has to be intentional, intentionally, like unbearably slow. Yeah, it, it has its challenges for sure. And that, that really was the, what led to merch jar and just with the scale of merch, like we're, we're just on a completely different scale than 
any other merch, uh, Amazon seller, unless, you know, you're talking about the biggest enterprise sellers with thousands or millions of SKUs merch, by the time you even get access to ads at this point, you already have hundreds of product listings. You're already dwarfing the, and you know, almost any other seller. So there's some unique challenges that come with that. And that just comes with the number of campaigns. And yeah, it, it is a lot of work to run ads effectively and they're not set it and forget it. You can't just like launch ads and, you know, just let them go and do their own thing because it's constantly changing just the competitive landscape, what a competitive bid is. Uh, you, you do have to stay on top of it and constantly optimize uh, all of it. So it can be a lot of work and some tools when you get to, to that point can be certainly helpful. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And like uh, sharing all this like high level insight with people watching that maybe aren't experts on advertising, like the average person isn't, uh, is great. And do you want to share like your bread and butter that you think, I mean, we, you've talked about it before on my channel, but I'm not going to assume everybody watching this has sure. seen every video on my channel, but like kind of like what you're almost known for and to, to everybody's benefit that followed your advice. Uh, yeah, I think the concept probably that's outgrown me a little bit is the concept of lottery campaigns. And this kind of came around, I'd actually got the idea from uh, another uh, Amazon consultant that just place all your stuff into an automatic campaign and see what happens. And that kind of made sense with like merch or like we have so many products. Um, so I tested that out and turned out way better than I ever expected it, to be honest. Um, but a lottery campaign is absolutely where if you're hesitant with ads, where to start, it's low, super low risk, as low risk as you can get. Um, you don't have to spend tons of money. You can use really low bids. So if you are hesitant at all and you just want to get your feet wet, start with a lottery campaign. And all that is, is a single automatic campaign with a single ad group inside of it with all of your products inside that ad group. It can't get any simpler than that. And you just start with low bids and you just make small adjustments to hit the numbers you want. And it's pretty incredible to see how other people have taken that on with their own accounts and the incredibly low a cost they're seeing getting you know, thousands of dollars in sales with little spend. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, that's absolutely where to start. And it, like to go even higher level uh, with ads, it's just get started. Like don't overthink it. Um, just get started because you need the experience to like, there isn't one best way to do things. You could, you know, what's the perfect bid? What's the perfect budget to start with? There, there isn't one and it doesn't really matter. It's just get started. No one knows your products. No one knows how they're going to perform. If someone says like, you need to do exactly this and start with this bid, they're just making stuff up because they have no, I don't even know, like when I launch a product, what that perfect bid is, but that's why we right. optimize it over time. It doesn't matter what you start with. It's how you, it's the process you take to optimize those over time. Yeah. Great insights. And also for anybody like that hasn't run ads, like we were talking about how Amazon lets you provide keywords that you want to bid on. Whereas Etsy just kind of says, no, you know, you can click a switch that says ads on ads off. And if they're on, we're going to guess what keywords you should be advertised on based on your listing title and listing description. So when Cameron talks about like an auto campaign on Amazon, there's two types of campaigns manual, which is the one I was talking about that I love. Cause you know, you get to be specific about how you spend your money and auto where it's like, all right, Amazon will trust you to kind of figure out, um, primary keywords that maybe you got from our listing or related keywords. But what's cool is like, you're like, Ryan, isn't that less efficient? Isn't that like Etsy that you're just complaining about? Like, yes, it is. But with Cameron's strategy that literally when he shared on my channel, probably three years ago at this point, like it was such a good call because you're setting low bids. So even if it's like a bad keyword that it ends up spending your money on, 
it's capped at, you know, however much you want to spend 10 cents, less than 10 cents. Yeah. A lot of people I recommend start at five cents. Like it's, it's, you can get a ton of clicks without getting a sale or then you finally get a sale and it's still profitable for that. But to speak to your point with the, the auto campaigns is while you may not have control and the way you do start with that, with your listing. And that all starts with just good keyword research in general. You're not just throwing keywords at, at the wall. Um, you do want good, relevant keywords. And I, I'd say it's still keyword density. I'm a fan of having lots of different keywords in your listing so you can rank across as many search terms as possible. But it's letting Amazon do the work. They have so much data, uh, not only on the products, but on the customers that themselves. They want to sell your products. Trust me, they want to sell them. So they're going to put it in, in place where they think it makes sense uh, within your bud or your bids too, right? Like you're only, you're not going to be incredibly competitive for the biggest keywords out there um, just because there's a lot of competition for them. So you're not going yeah, to, it's an auction, to like, <laughs> it is an auction. We can talk about more about that. Cause it's, I think, I think that's a little more complicated than what most people think. Cause they don't actually use your bid either that you set, like they're going to change your bid up too um, with their dynamic bidding, but that's a, that's a little more of a rabbit hole that we don't need to get into right now. We're keeping it simple, just starting with auto campaigns, letting Amazon do the work. And this is actually great for, your manual campaigns as well, because when you're doing a manual campaign, I would say you, that's when you're guessing instead of letting Amazon guess what's worse, you're guessing what's going to sell for your product. And if you've been running ads and you look at the search terms and your results from those, you're going to be very surprised on what's actually converting, what people are typing in and then buying your product. It could be completely different than you could imagine. But with the automatic campaigns, you're taking that data and seeing what's already working and selling, and then you're putting into a manual campaign, either with that exact term to target even closer. So then you can, you know, have your higher bids, be more competitive on it, get more of the market share for that search term, as well as using similar terms or similar keywords more specific to that. So you start honing in on what starts working. Yeah, no, it's great. So I always say like it's the auto campaign is like casting a really wide net, but you don't even need to really cast it. Amazon will cast it for you. And then you take the ones that are performing because we do get that data, move it over to your manual campaign where you can be very specific. You have a lot more control over what keywords you're targeting, what match type you target, what bids you target. Yes, we're throwing a lot of things at you right now if you're a beginner, but Cameron's YouTube channel, Merch Jar, has a ton of great free content uh, that's going to be plugged at the top of the description. So I wanted to make sure I noted that. Um, and then, yeah, do you want to keep going on about like ad strategy? Yeah, I'll, I'll say, well, let's just start with like where, if, if people are looking to where to get started, step one, start with a, a lottery campaign, just all your stuff inside of a single ad group. Super all your easy. ASINs. Start with every single ASIN that you, you have. Start with five cent bid, two cent. It doesn't matter. If you're not getting impressions, you're going to slowly ratchet that up as you start getting orders you're just going to play with the bid up and down uh once a week at, at minimum um this this goes back to like you don't set it and forget it you need to keep track on this um when you first start you might want to look every few days but i'd say once a week cadence if you're just doing this manually without any tools you're not spending tons of money once a week is fine um once you've launched your lottery campaign your next step if you're ready to start spending more budget uh then you're going to just launch a an automatic campaign with just one ASIN inside of it. This is what I call a single ASIN campaign. So instead of just like your lottery campaign with everything, this is just the same structure, but with just one single ASIN. And you're gonna launch that campaign for your top two, three 
10 products. It really, I mean, just depends on your budget and what you're comfortable with um, to spend. And you can start with a couple of hours of budget a day, two, three, five dollars is totally fine. Um, typically, I'll start with a five dollar budget, even now with the amount of spend that I have. So we're not talking like anything too crazy risky. And you're probably not going to spend that anyways, especially if you start with low bids. And you're going to go through that same process. Start with low bids, start ratcheting them up till you're getting impressions and clicks and orders. And then you're going to just bring that um, bid up and down based on the performance of it. And is that where Merch Jar kind of comes in? Your software Merch Jar? Uh, also the YouTube channel Merch Jar? But <laughs> yeah, so Merch Jar really, comes in? it does it a lot. of It automates a lot of those really tedious items. So adjusting your bids based on their performance. Um, and it does it in a smart way too, where it uses uh, the most relevant data. So if you have a lot of data, it's going to just look at say the last seven days where if you don't have as much, it might spread that out to 30. And it does that automatically without having to, download a bunch of reports or finagle with the, the Amazon ads console, which can be frustrating. And it does it all of them at one time. Um, the other thing it, it manages for you, which is even more tedious than bid management is your keyword management. So finding the stuff that's working in an automatic campaign. So you find your search terms that are working, it'll automatically move the search terms that are performing into your manual campaigns. However you set that up. Um, so if, if you want to look at stuff, anything that's selling that sold four times, let's turn that into an exact match keyword in a manual campaign. It's going to do that automatically for you, uh, which can save hours of work. Um, but that's what it ends up taking to really do effective ad management. If you're just doing a few products, um, I get your hands dirty, like get in there right. and do it yourself. Um, and I think that's important too, that you do have your hands on your ads, even with all the automation that I do, I still get in there once in a while, just keep an eye on things. I'll still make some manual adjustments um, just to have a, you know, closer uh, watch on, you know, on the ads themselves. I still want to know with your ad on. spend, he better be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to go crazy, but yeah, I mean, that's, the merch jar software is a great complimentary piece. It's not something we're pitching for beginners. Like you definitely want to feel comfortable with like how to structure a campaign to add group, that relationship, understanding match types, stuff that you don't learn overnight, but like for sure, there's a lot of resources. I've covered it on my channel, but not to the extent that you covered on your YouTube channel. Um, but like, there's so many good resources out there and the best way to learn and feel confident that you actually understand it is to get out there and launch an auto campaign, like pick your best selling product on yeah. amazon merch it could be kdp it could be fba by the way if you're doing fba everything cameron's sharing you should be doing period like that's how i feel about fba but uh with merch it's like not as much of a requirement but if you're trying to compete in like the father's day niche on some high value keywords like yeah you got to be out there like doing this stuff you know and uh yeah, you're not going so to compete uh, and father's day is one of my big niches like you're just not going to hit those top ranked search terms you know father's day gift you're, there's just no way you're going to, you're not just competing against t-shirts at that point. It's right. a whole range of products that have higher margin and they're running ads. And if someone's running ads and you're not, you're at a huge disadvantage for those search terms. I'm not saying you can't sell any products. You're just not going to reach your full sales potential if you don't have ads. Uh, while you were talking, I was thinking like, have you ever experimented with raising a product's price up to like maybe a $30 t-shirt and then really getting competitive with ad spend trying to rank it? Uh, not to that extreme. Um, although I did recently increase my prices with the recent royalty changes that rolled out 
some months ago. They decreased the royalties. Um, and my position is I would rather have more profit margin within a product to give me more ammo to spend on ads. I would rather get a $6 royalty um, and have $6 in profit to spend per unit sold on ads than someone with a lower price that might only have a $3 uh, royalty. I don't know what the price, maybe a $17 shirt mm -hmm. or something is that um, $3 royalty. I have found my results to be better having more to spend on ad spend to, even though it may be a little bit higher conversion rate on that lower price product, just, you know, people often do buy, you know, lower price stuff. It's higher conversion rate, pretty um, straightforward. I, I find that having more to spend on ads more than offsets that. Um, and then uh, the pricing I did end up moving to for all my best-selling products that I'm running ads on is $21.99. And I've found that to be, uh, my sales actually went up after I uh, increased pricing within a couple of days. It was actually, it was a little scary because I started with my best seller, like after that decrease in royalty, and it's like, well, I need to, I, I missed those $5 plus yeah. uh, royalties <laughs> per, per unit. So it's like, all right, we got to increase this. $21.99 just felt right. So that's what I went with. If I was going to do it, I'm going to do it at least, uh, you know, try to make that extra $1.50 or whatever the difference. Ended Bezos up has to fund Blue Origin, man, even though I'm sure he's getting all government contracts, but he's got to fund Blue Origin. We got to got to increase those. Uh, it it all goes back to, to Amazon in some way, whether it's ads yeah. or whatever it is, which is fine. But it's how, you know, I wouldn't be here without Amazon. So I, I can't be anything but grateful you for can't the bite the hand that so. beats us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so I haven't well, done like that. Like YouTube, <laughs> I think it would be an interesting experiment. There's probably some uh, point of diminishing returns of increasing pricing, but I I personally would much rather have higher profit margins. I think you can overcome the lower conversion rates just by uh, brute force. Is maybe that's not the right term, but a little bit brute forcing it with ads. But even organics has has picked up significantly too. So I don't think the pricing. I think everybody's expecting pricing to go up at this point yeah the one thing that we i think can both agree on is that like the average customer they see the top of the search results and if it's you and you have they have you have a design that they like and you're charging 22 dollars instead of 19.99 like they're still probably going to click you rather than scroll down go to page two you know what i mean and like yeah i don't think that's a huge <laughs> difference and sometimes there is even that perception of quality too that comes with pricing right. Uh, which is, I mean, I'm just guessing, but could be where my increase in sales came from too. When you have a higher price, it's perceived that it's a higher quality product. Then, you know, if I see a $13.99 t-shirt, I'm probably just assuming it's not a great quality t-shirt. And if it's $19.99, $21.99, I'm assuming it's a higher quality. It's just one of those perceptions that we have, even though they're the exact same shirt. Customers don't know that. They have no idea. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, sometimes people are like, why do you sell on Amazon and Etsy? Like, you know, it's like, well, cause not every customer like price checks across platforms and then finds my shirt, you know? Right. Like, yeah, you could list the same shirt like five times at different price points, but they're going to buy the first one they see regardless of what the price is, you know? Yeah, exactly. So anyways, man, it's been great chatting with you about ads. Um, you know, rather than make this a really long tutorial, I do want people to check out cause you have been cranking out really good content on the merch jar YouTube channel, YouTube. So it's free, right? You're, you're helping people get started get familiar. Like that's going to be, I, I'll put that first link in the description and then you're going to join man. me on Friday, uh, July. Cause I don't know when I'm going to release this video. July 30th is the plan for my private community, uh, weekly like office hours. 
So anybody who wants to have like a working session with Cameron, is going to walk us through like some best practices, but we're going to take uh, a lot longer than what we're doing right now. Probably, you know, 30 minutes to an hour and kind of really get into the nitty gritty with the tutorial. So anybody who's interested in that too, check out my private community. It's linked in the description as well. Great way to work directly with me, with Cameron and uh, other guests that we have on. So anything else you wanted to plug Cameron? Um, I'd say that our, our Facebook group's another great place to learn. We have our own Facebook group, Amazon ads, uh, university, thousands of other Amazon sellers, great place to ask questions and just soak in knowledge from other, uh, others that are more experienced as well. So, yeah, we'll link that too in the description. So merch jar, the YouTube channel, the software, the uh, Facebook group, we're going to plug it all. And, uh, I really do, man, your wealth of knowledge, you're on your way to a million dollars in royalties in Amazon merch, which is an insane benchmark. Congrats on, on your success, man. Thank you. Yeah. So thanks for, thanks for being here until next time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's great, Ryan. Talk to you soon.